Welcome back to Lost in Translation. I am your host, Mr. VHS KP, and we're going to be recapping the events of last night in the bubble off for the NBA. The Brooklyn Nets lose to the Toronto Raptors 104-99, putting them in a 2-0 deficit. The Raptors were down 15-8 in the first. Lowry picked up two fouls as well, too. And it seemed that Levert was getting what he wanted, where he wanted, with the pick-and-roll defense, or lack thereof, by the Toronto Raptors. They would find the interior, Allen at the top, and the shooters would flare out to the corners, and they had space and time and we're just dictating what they wanted to do during the course of three quarters of basketball. At the end of the first, it was 33-29 for the Nets. The Raptors went on a 13-0 run, 2-30 in that first. The Nets responded with a 5-0 run to end off that quarter. Norm Powell... Had 11 points in the game at that time in the second. He was 5 for 7 from the floor. He had 6 points in that quarter. And by halftime, it was 53-50 for the Nets. Gasol in 11 minutes had 0 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. He was 0 for from the line. Three turnovers in total. Six for 21 from the three-point line were the Raptors. Six for 19, the Brooklyn Nets. 11 for 14 from the free-throw line, the Nets. And the Raptors were six for 11. At half, we had Levert. 12 points, four rebounds, seven assists, and one block. Not a great shooting half going three for 13 from the floor but he was 6 of 7 from the stripe. Pascal led the way with 16 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 6 for 10 from the floor, 2 for 3 from beyond the arc. Lowry with 11, 7 and 2. Norm, 11 points off the bench. He was 5 for 9. TLC on Brooklyn, 11 points, 2 rebounds, 2 for 5 from 3, and 4 for 9 from the floor. Allen had 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. He was 4 for 8. The bench scoring for the Brooklyn Nets was something that needed to be improved. The Nets open on a 10-0 run to start the third. Fred with 5 straight of his own. And in a personal 8-0 run in total. Had the Raptors down 65-63. Still the issues with the pick and roll defense. Nets still pushing a 70-65 lead in that game versus the Raptors. But in the fourth, something looked like it was about to give. And it did. The Brooklyn Nets decided not to take advantage of their mismatches and the Raptors finally decided to take advantage of theirs playing inside out taking advantage of the mismatches 
Gasol's body language throughout the first three quarters was just the reflection of what the Raptors were not doing in the first three. They had a lot of pick and roll situations where Gasol had mismatches in the post, as did Serge as well, but were not looking to feed their big men down low. And Brooklyn just got away from what their successful strategy was throughout the first three quarters. And they were shooting horribly in that. Raptors went up 95-92 with four left in that, finishing with the victory 104-99. Jared Allen finished with 14 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists. Fred Van Vliet, 24 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds in the victory. A double-double. Him and Norm Powell both had 24. Powell's off the bench, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 11 for 17 from the floor. Didn't have a good shooting performance from the three-point line, but was able to get to the bucket whenever, wherever he wanted to at times, and was a personal fast break for the Toronto Raptors when needed it. Siakam finished with 19 points, only scoring three in that second half, but the Raptors do secure that victory and go up 2-0 in the series. Next up, Denver, Utah, 124-105 victory. And it wasn't a game as last in OT. It seemed very sloppy, very staggered at first. Porter was playing better defense. It was 41-39 Denver. Clarkson off the bench for Utah was just the spark it needed he had 13 points going five for nine three for four from the three-point line and they had Ingles playing the point and doing what needed to be done sixteen off the bench for Clarkson nine in the quarter for him to kick things off in the second Rudy had a put back dunk putting Utah up 61-48 13 point lead at the half Utah 21 rebounds 19 assists 24 points in the paint Clarkson had 16 and a half Rudy with 12 points Mitchell with 6 points 0 rebounds 4 assists Denver's total rebounds in that half 17 12 assists they had 16 points in the paint. Porter Jr. with 12. Jokic with 15. And Murray only 4 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 assists in that game. The Jazz went on a 20-6 run to end the half. And in that third quarter, really couldn't do anything with Mitchell who just went off for 20-plus points in that third quarter. Clarkson had 22 off the bench. And Porter finished with 28. Jokic with 11. But getting outscored 43-29 to in that third quarter. Shooting 
70%. Mitchell finished with 30 points, one rebound, eight assists, and a steal in the victory. Murray had 14 points, three rebounds, and four assists. Didn't really get anything going on the offensive end. And it seemed as if what took place as a spark for the first encounter, well, Mitchell ignited himself in the third and took over for the victory, evening up that series at one apiece. Now, the Boston Celtics, without Hayward, up against the 76ers, without Ben Simmons. And it looked as if Boston was going to be fighting for their lives. Joel Embiid came out on fire in the first quarter, hitting his first three shots. He had 11 in the first quarter of the first game. The 76ers were unconscious from the floor, five for five. Boston was shooting two for eight. It was 11 to five at one point. Jason Tatum, foul trouble early and was taken out. But it was 27 to 16 with 258 in the first. Joel Embiid had 13 points. Tatum left the game due to foul trouble. But Boston made a surge and came back 33-27. Brown, nine points, one rebound. Milton for 76ers had seven points, one rebound, one assist in that first quarter. Embiid finished with 15 and three rebounds and three assists. Cantor came in and gave a spark to the Boston Celtics in that second quarter, lining up a three, then getting two plus the foul. It was a 36-35 76ers lead. Watermaker off the bench puts Boston up by two and then Jason Tatum comes back into the game and that's where things shifted for the Boston Celtics and trended the other way for the 76ers Kemba had four straight at one point in that second quarter with 410 left it was 52-41 for the Celtics Canter, 11 minutes, 7 points, 7 rebounds, and 1 assist off the bench. Embiid, 3 points since his first quarter explosion. 76ers were up 14, and we're now down 11 in the second quarter. Richardson, 14 points in that quarter, trying to give a spark to the 76ers, but down 65-57 at halftime. Tatum with 18, 6 for 9 from the floor, 5 for 6 from 3. Brown, 11 points, 
Kemba Walker with 15 points, 6 for 11 from the floor. Cantor off the bench was a stud for them, giving them some defensive pressure on Embiid. Harris with 7 points. He was 3 for 9 from the floor with 1 for 2 from the stripe. Embiid with 22 at half, 8 for 14 from the floor, 6 for 7 from the free throw line. Richardson with 14, Milton with 10. They didn't blitz the pick and roll. There was no hedge on any aspect for defense with the 76ers. And that led to just a third quarter that they wanted to forget. 82-63. Kemba pulling up at the top of the key every time due to the fact of, well, basically the lack of defense on their pick and roll and allowed them to do what needed to be done. At the end of third, it was 98-75 for the Celtics. Joel Embiid had 30 points. Milton still with 10 from halftime. Richardson, four more to give him 18. And Harris, Tobias, only had 10 points, 11 rebounds. Yes, he was battling on the glass, but offensively as their second leading scorer was not productive at all. Tatum with 25, Brown 18, Walker with 22 at the end of three. 15 to 1 fast break advantage for the Boston Celtics. Tatum in the fourth, one on his own personal 5 0 run. Hits a fadeaway jump shot baseline. Left wide open for a three. It's 105 84. Nine minutes left in the fourth. Tatum at the age of 23 is the youngest Celtic to have 30 plus points in two playoff games and at the end it was a wrap Boston defeats the 76ers 128 101 and really nothing they could do to stop Jason Tatum who finished the game with 33 points in 31 minutes Five rebounds, five assists. Jalen Brown had 20 points. Kemba Walker with 22. Marcus Smart in the start for Hayward had 10 points, four rebounds, and finally knocked down a three-pointer with 5.39 in the game. His first one in the series, they celebrated quietly for him on that note. And the final game saw the Dallas Mavericks defeat the Los Angeles Clippers. Luka Dantich was the dictator on the floor, manipulated the defense, had Paul George in foul trouble with three, despite Luka even having his own foul trouble throughout the course of the game. Late in the fourth, they were up 15-2 to start off the first quarter. Luca had eight of those, four rebounds, three assists. He was three for four from the floor and two for three from the three-point line. Christoph Brzingis had five points, two rebounds, two for four from the floor, 
and one for one from three. Morris Sr. with two points. He was one for two. The rest of the Clippers were a combined 0 for 7. Kawhi scores his first in the first quarter at 6 with 640 left. Lou Williams starts to get hot. Montrez hits one, scores 15-10. Clippers on an 8-0 run in the last two minutes of that. But Burke was a solid contributor off the bench. Hardaway as well, too, as a starter. Lou tried his best to maintain that first quarter, but Dallas was up 29-25. Trey Burke had seven points, one assist, one rebound in that first. Lou Williams with 10 points and one assist off the bench. Paul George, three fouls, four rebounds, one assist, seven points, three rebounds for Kawhi. He was three for seven from the floor and lived at that free throw line. Second quarter begins, and Boban was looking like he was on one tonight. Low post, six points. He had a little shoulder shimmy as well, too. 40 to 25 for Dallas. Dallas went on a 15-2 run. In that quarter, Boban, 10 points off the bench, 44-28. Kawhi scoring 10 points as well, too, matching Boban at that time. PG was a non-factor in this. Reggie Jackson helped in that third, second quarter, hitting three threes. But every single time the Clippers try to respond to Dallas, Somebody, Finney Smith, Tim Hardaway Jr., Burke, always came up with an answer to stop their run whenever it came about. It was 61-56 at halftime. Morris had 6.6 rebounds and 1 assist. Lou Williams, 14 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists for the Clippers. At half, Kawhi, 18 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist. He was 4 for 12 from the floor, but 9 of 10 from the free throw line. Luka had 22 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. He was 7 for 12 from the floor, 50% from the free throw line, and 4 for 6 from 3. Christoph Porzingis with 10 points. Trey Burke with 7, 1 rebound, and 1 assist. He didn't score in the second. Free throws were 5 out of 10 for Dallas at halftime compared to the 23 trips the Clippers took and hit 17 of those for 74%. Points in the paint, 28 for the Dallas Mavericks and 16 for the Clippers. Luka gets his fourth foul with less than a minute in the third quarter, it is 61 to 56. Christoph Porzingis knocks down a three. Kawhi, as I said, living on the line. He was there so much he could have built himself a house. It was a back and forth contest. 
77 to 74. Moore Senior baseline three. And Curry knocks down a three for the Dallas Mavericks. 12.7 rebounds, two assists. Moore Senior at that point was the only productive starter outside of Kawhi Leonard for the LA Clippers. But Curry, a seven point run himself, 84 77. Paul George, nine points in that third quarter, did not score in the first, but looked out of sorts due to the fact he just couldn't get things going because of foul trouble. Finney Smith hitting another three. Things staying interesting. Fourth quarter hits. Luca gets his fifth foul. It's 95-85 to end the third. The Mavericks ended the third on a 13-2 run. Christoph Porzingis with nine points in that third quarter to help the charge. Bench points 38 to 12 for the Dallas Mavericks. It was 106-88 with Luka on the bench. They got it down to 10, but at the end of the day, Luka passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the fastest to 70 points in NBA history in their first two games played. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had 69 in his first two games that he was debuted in the playoffs. 127-114 for the Dallas Mavericks. Luka, 28-8-7 assist, just carving up the interior of that defense, getting what he wanted to who he wanted to get it to. Dribble drives, cuts, kickouts, whatever, wherever. Porzingis with 23 points, 7 rebounds, and no assist. Hardaway, 17 points. Curry with 15 off the bench. Trey Burke with 16 off the bench. And the Clippers had 35 from Kawhi with 10 rebounds and a double-double. Jackson, 11. Williams with 23. Montrez Harold with 10. Lou Williams with 23. And Morris Sr. finished with 14. But it was just a game that the Clippers could not turn on their defensive motor. They looked like they wanted to play. But at the end of the day, Dallas's offense was just too much. Especially Luca the Don. He handled that well, one all in that series. Today's games, OKC Thunder versus the Houston Rockets at 3.30. And they need to get their stuff in order, OKC, or they'll be down 2-0. They have no answer for the draw and kick that Harden creates. They're not utilizing their side. And hopefully Shea Alexander has a better game. Chris Paul has an earlier start. And they're able to push the pace and run as much as they can and slow things down and not get into a three-point shooting contest with a team that loves the line a lot. We'll see if Aaron Gordon or Eric Gordon can produce the same game he had versus the Rockets, versus the Thunder, I should say, for game two.
the Miami Heat face off against the Indiana Pacers. And Oladipo is still questionable after that inadvertent eye poke by Crowder that had him leave the first. So who will step up for the Indiana Pacers in place? Justin Holiday was great off the bench, but they're going to need everybody to partake in order to have the Miami Heat and their defensive apparatus, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Iguodala, Hero, Robinson, and Drakic. And we'll see who the Pacers can put out there. And hopefully, Turner, Brogdon, and if Oladipo can't play, Warner's got to have a big, big game. Let's see if him and the Celtics can rally together and even the series at one apiece in this matchup. The Orlando Magic faces the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Bucks need to respond. They need to correct their mistakes. They need to be the aggressor. They need to push the pace. Defensively, they need to play as if they played during the regular season. Get out in transition, control the floor, one and done, and start off with better defense. They've taken a team lightly, and that team bit their ass out of them in that first game. I look for the Milwaukee Bucks to bounce back in this series to even it at one apiece. That game takes place at 6 p.m., Miami Heat and the Indiana Pacers kick off the day at 1 p.m. OKC and the Houston Rockets are the 3.30 game. And that leaves us to the 9 p.m. Portland Trailblazers versus the L.A. Lakers. Portland has a 1-0 lead in that series and just dominated that fourth quarter. The lackluster Lakers need to get some scoring from LeBron James, from Anthony Davis. I believe this was the first playoff game I've witnessed where I didn't see LeBron throw the ball through the rim. Anthony Davis needs to be more aggressive, and LeBron James needs to play like a point guard when he gets inside the key, kind of similar to how Luka is, control, manipulate, find the open guy, and if the open shot's not there, take the layup they've given to you. And you got a bang on the white side. He had five blocks, three of them on LeBron, and he was controlling the key. The size advantage that the Portland Trailblazers have offensively compared to what the Lakers have size-wise defensively with Howard and McGee need to be put on more defensive tactics by the Lakers. They need Javel. They need Howard to stop, manipulate Whiteside, Nurkic, and not have them control the center of the paint. LeBron and the Lakers with AD. If Green is not hitting shots, do not put him in the game. Better defense on Dame Dollar. It's going to be tough. That man will hit anything after half court and CJ McCollum as well too. Overall, Lakers look 
to be in trouble because of their perimeter defense. I said this before when I kicked off. Avery Bradley is going to be missed. J.R. Smith was a no-show or didn't play. And Dion Waiters played three seconds, I believe, in that half, the first, and was not on the court after that. So the Lakers got to find out what works, dictate, manipulate, as they were doing during the regular season, and get back to what gave them the victories. And Portland's just got to keep doing what they're doing. If you can't contain Dame, you can only hope to control him. But you know if that fourth quarter and that game is close, somebody needs to be up in his shorts, full court. Pick and rolls need to be attacked and blitzed. The ball needs to get out of his hand. But if he slips that screen and you give him space, he'll find a shot so easy. It's ridiculous. But four-pack for tonight. Let's see if... The Lakers can rebound and tie it up, as well as the Bucks, Indiana, and the Rockets could even the series at one apiece. If going down 0-2 Lakers, it might be iffy, but I see it going one all. If the Lakers stick to their game plan, Heat could push the 2-0 without Victor Oladipo. And Houston, if OKC can't perform the way they should, well... It's a wrap. Without Westbrook, they should be controlling that offensive pace and the defensive glass as well. Mid-range lost in translation. VHS, KP, other side is going to be the WNBA recap, the three-piece from yesterday. Appreciate you listening. I'll check you on the other side. Let's go. Lost in translation. WNBA recap, your three-piece for last night with the biscuit game being the Mercury versus the Sparks. Atlanta Dream lose to the Washington Mystics 91-98. Lanley with 35 points, five rebounds, six assists, two steals in the loss for the Atlanta Dream who fall to two and nine mystics go to three and seven emma 12 points six rebounds 10 assists one steal a double double in the victory alana also had williams with 30 points eight rebounds and seven assists and billings 10 rebounds sorry 10 points 12 rebounds five assists and two steals in the loss to the Washington Dream. Heinz Allen had 23 points, four rebounds. Atkins, 13 points. Johnson, 25 points, three rebounds, three assists, and one steal for the Washington Mystics in their victory over the Atlanta Dream. Dallas Wings, Minnesota Link. Dallas was up, Minnesota with a comeback, and the victory, 91-84.
Dallas moves to four and seven. Minnesota Link moved to seven and three. A third quarter with 22 apiece saw Minnesota come back after being down and scoring 30 points in the fourth quarter to secure the victory over the Dallas Wings. 91-84, Kayla Thornton, 14 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, three steals, the double-double with Milk because it does a body good. In the loss for the Dallas Wings, Crystal Dangerfield for the Minnesota Lynx had 21 points, two rebounds, eight assists in the victory. Gray, 22 points, three rebounds, one assist, two steals. Wale with 19, three rebounds, and three assists. Maybury, 16 points, three rebounds, five assists, one steal, and one block for the Dallas in their loss to Minnesota, who had Dangerfield with 21, two rebounds, eight assists. Dantas, 10 points. And Herbert also with 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal in 21 minutes for the Minnesota Link in their victory, 91-84. The LA Sparks move to a victory against the Phoenix Mercury, 83 to 74. Tarasi with 19 points, six rebounds, four assists. Candace Parker, 16 points, 12 rebounds, four assists in the loss for, sorry, the victory for the LA Sparks, 83 74. Britton Gurner had 13 points, six rebounds, one assist, one steal. Tarasi, 19-6-4, and one steal, and one block. Smith, 10 points. Hartley with 10 points as well, two nine assists, three rebounds, and two steals in the loss. Skies with 16 points, one rebound. Gray, 16 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals in support of the LA Sparks and the victory over the Phoenix Mercury. Mercury moved to 6-5 and five and sit 5th in the Western Conference. LA Sparks moved to 7-3 and three and are now in third in the Western Conference. Eventful game, a tale of two halves where Phoenix couldn't muster anything in the first, but productive second half was not enough to contain Candace Parker, who had 16 and 12, as I mentioned, and has 5,500 points 
in her career. Congratulations to Miss Parker for that accomplishment in the WNBA. Today's three-piece features the Chicago Sky versus the New York Liberty. Liberty looking to play spoiler as the Sky seem to be on a roll after winning their game on Tuesday. The Liberty are 1-9 and nine, coming off a loss to the Seattle Storm. The Seattle Storm face off against the Indiana Fever. Once again, Storm are creating havoc. Players contributing from all avenues on the court. Six players averaging double figures in victories, assists, rebounds, and points in the paint. A dominating force. They are 10 and 1. They go off against the Indiana Fever, who are 4 and 6. And the Connecticut Suns versus the Las Vegas Aces. Las Vegas looking to rebound after that heartbreaking defeat down the stretch on the biscuit game of Tuesday. They are 8 and 2 versus the Connecticut Suns, who are 4 and 7. That is the WNBA recap and the three P's for today. Sky and Liberty, 7 p.m. Storm and Fever on at 8. Suns and Las Vegas Aces play at 10 p.m. Say her name, Brittany Gardner, waiting for the arrest of those officers who took a life of an innocent individual while asleep in her bed. Still no justice, but a law has been mandated for the death that was caused by those officers during that time, still waiting for them to be convicted. Mask up. Let's go. It is the playoff games in the association tonight. And we'll see what is what and who becomes 0-2, one all, or just looks as if the series is over after this game or these games are played. Once again, I apologize to those for my last two previous podcasts, literally lost in translation due to the fact the mic did not pick up the chat. So static, no sound. I apologize to me and you, your mama and your cousin too. For that, once again, Mr. VHS, KP, lost in translation. Thank you. Mask up and let's go.